This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. We'll be taking you back to the Hockey Hall of Fame induction ceremony and three inductees with Western Hockey League roots. A major storm in BC has caused travel disruption within the BC division. We'll have an update there. Red Deer Rebels, they're out to a fast start. Head coach Steve Connor-Waltschuk will stop by in a few minutes. And two members of the Winnipeg guys snagging weekly awards. Matthew Savoy and goaltender Gage Alexander will hear from both to close out the show. First up. The Western Hockey League was well represented at the Hockey Hall of Fame induction ceremony in Toronto this past week. Three members with strong WHL ties were inducted. Ken Holland inducted into the Builders category. He got a start with the Medicine Hat Tigers as a goaltender in 1974. I left home to play junior hockey with the Medicine Hat Tigers for two seasons and then on to pro hockey. After nine seasons of pro hockey, I was 29 years old. We had three kids under the age of four and I had to find a job to feed my family. Longtime NHLer Marion Hosa spent his first year in North America with the Portland Winterhawks for the 1997-98 season. He thanked then Ottawa Sens GM Marshall Johnston for sending him to Portland for a year of growth. From sending me to Portland after seven NHL games, where you knew I would learn how to adapt to North American life, that opportunity also gave me another taste of championship success. When I won a Memorial Cup in the same uniform, that would define my career under coaches Brent Peterson and Ulo Schupler. In 53 games that season, Hosa scored 45 goals and added 40 assists for 85 points before a knee injury cut his year short. And Jerome McGinley won two Memorial Cups with the Kamloops Blazers in three seasons from 1993 to 1996. I also want to thank the Kamloops Blazers and the city of Kamloops where I spent my junior hockey at age 16. I'm grateful for generous, kind billets and getting to play with some amazing veteran teammates that led the way to the NHL. They were determined, they were focused at a very impressionable age, and you guys had a huge, huge impact on me. I also had great coaching. Thank you, guys. Congratulations to Ken Holland, Marion Hosa, and Jerome McGinley, and the entire Hockey Hall of Fame class of 2020. This is the WHL This Week, presented by Bauer Hockey. A severe storm through British Columbia has blocked major corridors and caused flooding as well as closed access for some travel within the BC division. So far, only one game has been postponed within the division as the province works to restore both the Trans-Canada Highway and the Coquihalla, linking the interior with the Lower Mainland. BC Transport Minister Rob Fleming provided an update. Our immediate priority, as I mentioned yesterday, is to re-establish connections from the Lower Mainland to the interior and the north parts of the province. We know how uh, vitally important it is to open routes and to have supply chains moving. That is our focus. Minister Fleming says work continues 24 hours a day. We're doing everything we can that is possible to get transportation links open and get people and goods moving. No resources will be spared. The federal government is highly engaged, and I want to thank Minister Algabra again for the assistance he is providing. Uh, and they are ready to provide support and are providing support. And again, I want to thank all the emergency crews who have worked day and night since the weekend uh, tirelessly to keep people safe and for those in the public uh, who have stepped up to help each other in this incredibly difficult time. Our thoughts are with the people of Abbotsford, Hope and Merritt and others who have been affected by flooding in the province. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. 
The Red Deer Rebels have established themselves as a top team in the Eastern Conference thanks to a strong start. Voice of the Rebels, Troy Gillard, spoke with Rebels head coach Steve Konowalczyk. Here with Red Deer Rebels head coach Steve Konowalczyk. Steve, good start to the season for your club. 12 wins coming into this weekend. Just your overall thoughts and what you've seen from your club through the first month and a half or so. I think uh, good work ethic. I think the guys work hard. Uh, practices and, and, and games and, and mentally strong. We played a lot of games, played a lot of games in a short time there for a bit. And uh, our guys were mentally prepared for most of the games. I think that's harder a lot of times than... Uh, than being physically ready. I think uh, these guys are young and they can recuperate pretty easy, but you know, you want to make, stay mentally sharp. And I thought for the most part, our guys our guys were uh, ready to compete physically and mentally. You're back behind the bench after a couple of years in the scouting ring. So how have you enjoyed the return to the Western Hockey League and the return to being a head coach? I've enjoyed it. It's 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 a, it's a lot of, uh, well, first of all, it gets, it gets my competitive juices flowing again, I think, for anybody that's played. And and then gets into coaching, that's a big part of it. And so I definitely miss that over the time, scouting. And I enjoy the scouting part, but I miss that. And then uh, working with young players has, has been fun. You know, I've seen progress, you know, with young players just in, in a short time as far as where they were at training camp to now, and that's fun. And we want to try to build, you know, build better hockey players, but just as important or, well, more important, uh, you know, good quality character people, which for the, really we have a, we have really good quality players and, and character anyway but you want to continue to build so so wherever wherever they go in life whether it's hockey or other jobs or school they they will find success have you enjoyed the process of working with brent sutter on turning this red deer rebels hockey club into a successful one well it's it's i mean it's a great organization to come into i knew that when i was coaching in seattle they're a organization you always looked up to and and wanted to compete with because they had a chance to win all the time and you know obviously Brent's reputation as a as a coach in the NHL and every different level and success as a player that you know I always always say in this business you've you're learning every day and so you know you come here and you get to talk hockey with a guy like Brent it's it's been it's been very nice and and uh you know he Brent and Sean have, have giving me good players to work with good character and, and a good culture to work with so for a coach that's that's all you can ask chatting with Red Deer Rebels head coach Steve Konowalczyk. Steve, one of the bright spots for your club so far has been the power play, fourth-ranked power play in the WHL coming into this weekend. What's worked well for your team on the man advantage so far? Starts with hard work uh, and, and, and knowing the uh, assignments. You know, you get into power play. It doesn't, it doesn't matter which special team. Everybody has a job to do. And if, if there's one guy, even more so than if you're playing 5-on-5, five, five five, if there's one guy that's not ready or or the weak link, it really can... It really can uh, you know, give give your special teams or your power play, you know, a disadvantage. But, you know, all five guys on both units, we've had two units that have contributed, contribute or working hard and, uh, you know, competing to get second chances on pucks. That's real important. You're not always going to score in your first one. And, and uh, again, also just knowing the assignments that they're supposed to do and they're executing them. And then nice to have also guys like Ben King, obviously, leading the league in power play goals. And Christopher Setoff at the blue line amongst the league leaders in power play assists to really quarterback that man advantage. Well, you, you need good players. I mean, you can work hard. And you, you, know, you, can, you know, you can do some stuff with hard work and getting pucks to the net and those kind of things to, to have a pretty good power play. But if you want a top power play, you also you have to do all those little things but have, have some talent as well. And, you know, if King, if King gets gets the puck on the half wall he's a threat to score and, and teams have to you know they have to respect that and or, or he'll he'll make you pay and he's he's shown that to this point uh, you know set us a good quarterback there 
you know and, and right now he's he's finding king or finding the open guy and getting pucks in the net that are getting him assists but he can quarterback it and move it so you know really from a half wall guy to a to a good quarterback on the on the back end that's where it starts um but but again I, we feel we have on, on both units a guy that's capable at every spot so if they want to take away king it might open up uh you know uh, stevie or or maybe our bumper guy so we, we feel we have some pretty good options in in all spots so so the teams have to respect everything and just overall steve you've been able to roll four lines in 6d night after night after night certainly has been nice to enjoy that depth on this club so far sure has the depth the depth has been a big part of our success here you know every team every team's top line is, is a good line and so a lot of times it's not going to be your top line necessarily that, that wins you the game uh you know, but if you can have your third, so-called third or fourth line, push momentum through the game and, and chip in the odd goal, it sure helps. And we've been able to play guys I can trust. I can trust our lines. If, if they get caught out in different situations, I can trust them. And uh, that's a nice luxury. So it's been a complete team effort from, from both goalies to, to all our defense and, and everybody that plays up front. Chatting with Red Deer Rebels head coach Steve Konowalczyk. Steve, the Rebels just went 5-2 and two in their seven-game stretch away from the PV Mart Century. Most of those games in Manitoba and Saskatchewan. Uh, would you see overall on the ice? And, and how nice was it to get this group out on that uh, bonding experience the last couple of weeks? It was good. I think there was a lot of fun. In a short time, you had to stay focused on hockey. But in the, in the, in the d- travel days we did have, I, I could hear the guys having some fun on the bus or... Or, you know, we tried to give them a little bit of rest before games on the day off. They had a little bit of fun. Winning helps that. and Winning helps bonding. I always, you know, you can always plan team events and you can try to create team bonding things. But uh, really the best way to bond is together on the road, especially when you're winning. And now you come back home for a whole swack of home games at the PV Mart Century in between now and Christmas and just a, a chance for the Rebels to build on some momentum that they've built. Yeah, again, we'll, we'll, we, we have a break here. Uh, practice time or we, we you know some days in between so now it's about going forward again it doesn't matter what happened and that, that's going to be the approach that we have all week it doesn't matter what we did we got to get back to to one game at a time one shift at a time and have that urgency that desperation and, and go from there it doesn't matter where we're playing the games we're not going to look too far ahead and, and count games at home or on the road it doesn't matter it's just the one single game and that's what we'll focus on here sounds good Steve thanks for doing this thanks Troy appreciate it the Western Hockey League Player of the Week. The Winnipeg guys have snagged both WHL Weekly Awards. Matthew Savoy put up eight points and three home ice victories. Goaltender Gage Alexander, he posted a pair of wins over Lethbridge and Saskatoon to take WHL Goaltender of the Week honors. Both sat down with voice of the ice, Brian Munns. Alongside the Western Hockey League's Player of the Week, Matthew Savoy and the WHL's Goaltender of the Week. Gage Alexander, thanks for joining us. Guys, congratulations. It's been a great run, obviously, for the hockey club to begin this regular season. Matthew, we'll start with you. Eight points in three consecutive victories last week, including a pair of goals. You knock off the Lethbridge Hurricanes. You go back-to-back against the Saskatoon Blades as well. Your thoughts on what your club and yourself was able to accomplish as the uh, thing just marches on right now here for the Winnipeg Ice? Yeah, it was a big weekend for our group, you know, coming in to play Saskatoon. We haven't we haven't seen them before, so um, it was a little bit of a guessing game. I thought I thought our video and our pre-scout was really good, and, uh, you know, we knew what, the, what, what they were bringing coming into the first game, and um, I thought we counted it really well and, and got our offense flowing. 
At the other end of the ice, as much as everybody talks about the offense for Winnipeg right now, whose next goal will be 100 as a team, Gage Alexander and Daniel Hauser continue to do great things in net. Gage, you were able to backstop your club to a pair of wins. Congrats to you as well and your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think the guys made my job a lot easier this week. I, I mean, uh, we limited their uh, scoring chances, and I, I was seeing pucks all night. So um, I think the guys did a really good job, and I think this is a, this is a team award this week because I feel like the team just did a really good job in front of me this week. Matt was talking about how things are going, and there was some curiosity going into the Saskatoon game. How big was it to give up just one goal against as a group over those six periods of hockey? Yeah, I mean, we know what they can bring every night, and I think we countered that really well. Um, like, like I said, they, uh, they, got, they got two good players uh, on their first line there that uh, I thought we did a really good job shutting down. And uh, if we shut that line down, I feel like we have a, our depth will take over. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like we played a really good team game both those games. Matthew, is it fair to say that you're in that groove right now and you're feeling things here with your line mates? Yeah, I think, you know, every game I'm just trying to get more and more comfortable and um, build chemistry with my line mates as well with PD being out with an injury. And now, you know, it's a great opportunity for Benny, um, you know, to come up and play with me and Connor and, uh, you know, bring a lot of speed and skill and work ethic to that line. So I think we've been gelling really well thus far. And, um, you know, I'm excited for next weekend with those guys. Connor McLennan's currently tied right now with Mikey Milne for the Western Hockey League lead in goals. It's, uh, you know, it's happening for you guys on all different lines here right now, isn't it? Yeah, I think we're getting really good depth scoring, you know, coming into the season. We knew that, you know, we wouldn't really have a first, second, or third line. Uh, we're kind of just, you know, we roll the lines and let it play out and, you know, tack team in waves and, um, you know, just really use our depth to our advantage and, you know, try to tire teams out and get them, get them back on their heels. So um, I think we've been doing that, a good job of that recently. And, um, yeah, the stats just kind of show that. Six weeks into the regular season schedule now, does it feel like you're in a routine? Do you understand what this league, again, is all about now living it day in, day out? Yeah, absolutely. After being away for a little bit with COVID and everything, and um, it was a little bit weird last year, but uh, this year it's definitely nice to come, you know, get in a rhythm, get back with the guys, and um, I've really enjoyed my time here so far. Gage, same for you. You spent five weeks down in Anaheim. Are you used to the Western Hockey League routine? Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I, I like the routine. I like I like doing the same stuff every day and just getting in the mindset of I got to work now and then I can have the rest of the day off. So. Um, I, I think it's a huge, huge part of our success, just getting on the same routine week in and week out. So, Why has it worked so well between you and Daniel Hauser? And Daniel was able to win this award earlier already this year. For the two of you to be able to share the net like you have, it's been a great chemistry here, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, Daniel and I, uh, we push each other every day. And I mean, I think that's a huge thing in our, in our role this, on this team. I mean, if we're both pushing each other and we're both stopping pucks, I think it helps our team in the, in the long run. And, um, we got we got lots of offense this year, and uh, I don't think we get enough credit for our D zone and our defensemen putting in the work uh, when the puck's in our zone. So, I mean, how uh, how he's done an awesome job this year, and uh, when I when I don't play, he's he's playing unreal. And then uh, when I get in the net, I I try and do my best to stop all the pucks. Congratulations once again to both Matthew Savoy as the Western Hockey League's Player of the Week, Gage Alexander, the league's top goaltender. Hey, that's the show. I want to say big thanks to Troy in Red Deer, as well as Brian in Winnipeg for their help this week. Thanks, guys. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL broadcast partners and Bauer Hockey.